Hey ladies, it's day three of our happy hormone prep series, and I have a good one for you today. If you are someone who's trying to do everything, right? Trying to do all the things, keep up with, um, your health and your family and your work and just the list goes on with all of the things that you're trying to do. And when you're trying to do all of these things, I have one shift that will truly make a difference in how you go about trying to get all those things done and will make a difference in your stress, which will be happier for your hormones. So let's dive in. Welcome to the happily hormonal podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. My name is Leisha Drews, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner turned holistic hormone coach. And after going through my own hormone journey and having my three babies, I actually believe that our hormones are one of the greatest gifts that we've been given as women. And that no matter what you've been told, it's possible for you to have thriving energy, good periods, and a stable mood all month long. And I am here to show you the way. I think it's time to change the narrative around words like hormones and hormonal and start to reclaim the power that we truly have as women, which is the power to change not only our own health, but the health of all of our family for generations to come. Hormone balance doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually feel simple and fun when we do it in a way that aligns with how our bodies were made. If you're ready to start trusting your body again and feeling really good in that beautiful body that you've been given, then grab yourself a yummy drink and maybe a snack and let's do this. So you've heard me talk about perfectionism in these last couple of episodes a lot, and I do think that it's something that we've just got to keep talking about because it is so hard to get through, honestly, when we are in this mindset that we have to be perfect, that we have to do everything on our own, that we um, essentially are failing if we're not doing everything as well as we want to, then I know if you can just sit with me in this moment for just like a couple of breaths and just think about how that feels in your body. Think about how it feels in your body to feel like you have to have this perfect standard before you feel like it's good enough, or you have to be in this perfect place before you can focus on your own health versus just everything else in your life, or maybe even that you don't deserve to feel good or that you don't deserve to feel happy because of whatever it is in your life that you feel like you have done or that has been done to you or all of the things. Um, but the truth is that there, that none of us are perfect. I've talked about this every single day of this, um, series and it's true. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and we have every single day. And so this perfectionist mindset, especially among believers is one that is really holding us back in so many ways. And the way I want to talk about it today is that perfectionism believes that we can do it all on our own, that we can do all of the things that we think we need to do on our own. And I just want to ask you a real question. How is that going for you? Cause I can tell you how it's going for me when I try to do everything on my own and I turn into a grumpy, irritable victim mentality, mom and wife. And it comes from that control and perfectionism mindset that 
not only do things have to be done a certain way, but I'm the only one who can do them and I'm the only one who cares to do them well. And so it's all on me and I can do it if I just push harder, if I just try harder, if I just do more. Right. And let me tell you, I've tried that quite a few times and it's not working for me. It doesn't work. It never has worked because it's unrealistic and unrealistic expectations are something that I'm very, very good at. And it's something that I'm learning to change. And when we have those unrealistic expectations though, and we believe that we should know everything, we should be able to do better ourselves. And so I'm going to use your hormones and your health as an example, because this is where we are on this podcast. I'm always going to do that. But if you're believing that you should be able to figure it out on your own with your hormones. You should just be able to like, okay, well, you know, it's not really that bad. It's just like a week out of my cycle that I feel really not myself. I feel angry and irritable and, you know, I'm yelling at my kids and I'm grumpy with my husband and like, I can't handle my life the way I usually am able to. But in that week, it feels too overwhelming to figure it out. And in the weeks that are around it, you feel mostly fine. And so maybe it's not really a problem. And if you just like listen to a couple more podcasts or like grab one more supplement, or maybe like try to get some more sleep this month, then it'll probably be fine, right? You should be able to figure it out on your own. But the truth is when you are telling yourself that it's just more pressure and it's just more stress. And this is something that I have been very guilty of. I'm telling you every single day this week, I'm speaking from my heart and I'm talking about things that I know have and are affecting my own stress levels. And honestly, this is really just like a very good, um, accountability exercise for me (laughs) to be talking about this. But when we think we should just be able to figure it out on our own, there's two things that are happening. Number one, we're holding ourselves back. We're holding ourselves back from success, from feeling better, from having more capacity to be able to actually do all the things that we want to do. And we're also not allowing other people to use their gifts to help us. And if you happen to be someone who doesn't necessarily know all the things about hormones and doesn't necessarily like have the pieces of the puzzle together. That doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you should know. It doesn't mean any, like, it doesn't mean any of that. Like you have other gifts, you have other knowledge, you have other things that you focused on in your life. But if you allow someone else to come in and speak into your life and encourage you and support you, You can get rid of so so many of those barriers that you're putting in your own way, essentially with this perfectionist mindset and not wanting to ask for help. And so whatever that reason is not, not wanting to ask for help, if it's money, if it's time, if it's, I'll just figure this out on Google at midnight by myself, or even if it is, um, like a worthiness of like, well, I don't think I should spend time on myself, or I don't think I should spend money on myself or a victim mentality of like, I never will have time to spend on myself because my kids or because my job or whatever it is. But the truth is we prioritize what is important to us. And if feeling better is really important to you, then being able to prioritize it with some of your time and some of your money and really believing that you are worthy to feel good. And then it's not only about you, that it's about the people around you. Sometimes that shift can be so empowering. And so I have asked for so much help in my life 
And I've asked for probably less help than I need, to be honest. But the more that I am able to ask for help and not just feel like I always have to be the person who helps others only, but being able to like, when a friend at church asks, like, how are you doing? You've had a busy year. You've had a hard year. Like, can I help you instead of being like, Oh no, I'm good. Like I'm fine. Um, sometimes it's like, sometimes it is okay. And I think a lot of times it is okay to say, yeah, actually like you can pray for me. (laughs) Like this has been a really stressful week with, we have done with our house or with, um, my son's health or whatever it is that week for me. Um, or even, you know, asking for actual help, like, Hey, could you come over this week and help me figure out what to do with my fireplace? That's a, that's an actual thing that I need help with this week because we, for those of you who have not been listening to the podcast very long, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. We have had quite the journey this year and I'm actually going to do a 2023 recap episode in the next couple of days. So stay tuned for that. And you can hear all the personal things that have happened this year, but When I allow myself to be humble enough to ask for help, whether that is with physical things, whether that's with emotional things, spiritual things, whatever that is, it allows God to let others share their gifts and to like, let him work through them. And we all know that when we have been in that space, when we've been able to really help someone who needed help and like be in our gifts, that that is such a blessing to those, to that person as well. And so really kind of questioning whatever belief you might have that says you can't ask for help, I think is just such a valuable thing to do. And so a couple of things that I want to just leave you with, this is going to be super short and sweet is asking for help is not weakness how do we want our kids to feel about asking for help? If they, if there's something they don't know how to do, if there's something they're really struggling with, do we want them to say like, I've just got to figure it out on my own. No one can help me. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve the time or the money or whatever it is like, no, (laughs) never. Right. I mean, okay. Sometimes like, yes, can you please put on your own shirt? But like in real life, no, like if my daughter is struggling with her math or she's struggling with something and she asks me for help. I truly want to help her no matter what I'm in the middle of. And like, maybe the answer is hold on a minute. Like we'll do it soon, but I want to help her because I can and because I care. And so thinking about yourself as that child, sometimes asking for help as an adult can be so healing to that child that we were that maybe didn't get the help that we wanted or didn't feel that security. And so it almost really is like a warm hug, like having someone like care enough to help you, whether you ask and pay for that help or whether you don't. Um, but truly like asking and paying for help. Sometimes I've asked and paid for so much help with um, learning about health, learning about business, learning about whatever, like learning a million things. I've definitely paid for that, but I've also paid for help, um, with like doing things around the house, um, like fixing things. When my car is broken, I have no shame asking for help because guess what? I don't know one thing about cars really at all. And so really just like giving ourselves that permission sometimes is so helpful And there's no shame for me to be like, oh yeah, I've got to pay someone to help me with my car. And I'm so thankful that they have the gift to do that because otherwise I'd be stuck. I'd have nowhere to go. 
So, um, just, I think questioning and journaling and praying about today, like, why do you not want to ask for help? Sometimes it's, we don't want to be a burden. We don't want to be a bother. We don't want to be seen as the one who needs help. We don't want to be needy. There's all of these reasons that we all have, I think, but thinking about what it is for you and asking what is true in that and asking like what is reasonable in that and being willing to take up space. So being willing to say like, yeah, actually I do have needs. I do need help. I do need my kids to do the laundry to fold their own laundry every single time. Do you need my kids to empty the dishwasher? And I'm going to hold them to that because they live here. Like they have responsibility too. Sometimes it is that simple, like something like that. Um, and sometimes it is asking for help. Like, Hey, I, I need like attention. I need attention from my husband. I need attention from my best friend, like calling and saying like, I need to take up some space here. Um, like, I need to take up some space in your life. I need to take up some space in my life. Um, and honestly, just sometimes sitting and just feeling your body and feeling, you know, like how big can you be? I feel like as women, we're just taught to be small. We're taught to be skinny. We're taught to be quiet. We're taught to be small, right? And to downplay the things that we do. And again, like humility is a huge thing. But when I'm talking about this physically right now, I'm sitting here and like, how big can you be? Spread your arms out, reach them up and down, like stretch out your legs, stand up, do jumping jacks, spin around. Like how much space can you take up in your physical body, your physical environment right now? And just like breathe into that and say like, it's okay for me to need something. It's okay for me to take up space. There is a beauty in that. And when we're asking for space from friends or from family or from whoever it is, just knowing that we were not designed to do life alone. We were not even in Genesis, the Bible says like the man was not meant to be alone and it was not good for him to be alone. And I think that is even more true for women. We weren't meant to be alone. And if you are a mom of young kids like me, you're like, what do you mean? Like I'm literally never alone. But with that being said, sometimes we need to not be alone with another adult who understands our experience. And so just leaning into that and saying like, I need a little bit more emotional connection. I need connection with people. I think that so much of that is really a big piece of asking for help is just like asking again, to be able to take up a little bit of space. So sit with this episode, think about what resonates with you and what doesn't. And I would love for you to write down some ways that you can ask for help in the future. And if you need help with your hormones, ask me for help. I would love to help you. I would love to help you in nourish your hormones. I would love to help you with coaching. I would love to help you here with the podcast in any way that I can. This is a calling and a gift that I've been given and I want you to feel better. And so this is this is a way to start. Ask for help. Um, spend a little time just sitting with this and feel how it feels in your body to not feel like you have to carry it on your own because it feels lighter. It feels better. And who doesn't want to go into the next year feeling lighter and better and more connected and with hope that you can feel good and that you can feel that capacity that you want to have. 
it's totally possible for you. And I will be working on it alongside you. And I will see you tomorrow for one more episode. Tomorrow is a little bit less mindset focused and a little more tangible, and it's going to be a fun one. So I'll see you there.